Hey there foodies, it's James here and I'm excited to share with you a game changer in the world of meal prep. Factor. Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. I love these meals. They're so delicious. Honestly, it's better than any Uber Eats you can get. With over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie, and more, you'll never run out of tasty options. Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat wherever you are. Plus, discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day like breakfast, midday bites and more. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. It's the perfect solution if you're looking for fast upscale options done easily. And with flexible scheduling options, you can get as much for as little as you need with the ability to pause or reschedule deliveries anytime. I once actually left mine outside. It was frozen still. They put these freezer bags in it, so good. And I came down three days later and it was still good because I'd forgotten that I had ordered it. But you can definitely pause if you need to. No prep, no mess meals. Factor takes the hassle out of mealtime. Head to factormeals.com forward slash brandy50 and use the code brandy50 to get 50% off. Ooh, they did her dirty on her age. That's code brandy50 at factormeals.com forward slash brandy50 to get 50% off. She's actually 51 now. <laughs> and speaking of love with Brian, we are going to talk about eHarmony. It is the number one trusted dating site in the world. They deliver over 10 million matches daily. We have a patented, I can never say this word, but we do have our patented compatibility matching system, and it was developed on 30 years of clinical research of what makes happy couples tick. We're responsible for 600,000 plus happy marriages to date. We're available across all devices, and 600,000 eHarmony couples have tied the knot. I mean, that accounts for 4% of U.S. marriage. On average, that's 438 people per day, per 24-hour period. My producer, Ray, met his wife on eHarmony, and they have three beautiful children together. So if anyone knows about this, it's Ray. eHarmony makes meaningful introductions to you daily, introducing you to compatible matches only. Unlike their competitors, eHarmony takes your privacy and security seriously. Only matches can see you, and you must be a member to see others' photos. Experience eHarmony for 50% off the standard price for a six-month membership with promo code DECEMBERLOVE. Do you know what this is? It's stimulating, mind-expanding, the in-thing. It's the hula hoop of the jet generation. Podcast1.com presents celebs, pop culture, fashion. No one gets to tell me not to curse. Oh, and some of that, too. This is Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Now, here's Brandy Glanville. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Actually, welcome back. Welcome myself back to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered because I have been gone for three whole weeks and I'm sure you've missed me. I'm kidding. I know you haven't. But my guest here has a podcast on Podcast One as well. His name is Brian Howie. And he, you do kind of a little bit of everything. Yeah. I mean, and my girlfriend Jennifer was in your Pieces of Ash show. Yes, she was. And I went to that. Yes, you did. Yeah, that was amazing. I know. Thank you. Yeah, it was fun. So now you're taking it, you're going to London and doing, are you still doing Pieces of Ash? So, you know, sometimes it's it's a lot of work to put that show up. It's a lot of... Uh, Females with difficult personalities sometimes, <laughs> and uh, it's tough to tote that he show around. He said it, Jenny, not but, me. He you know, said it. and we booked up doing uh, 
you know, I've been doing great love debate for the last year and a half on the road. And, that, uh, I mean, and you're you're writing books on how to find love in what in sixty. Yeah, I wrote a book called How to Find Love in Sixty Seconds. And he's single, so anyway, those go who on. can't teach, I <laughs> okay. teach how to find it. I don't right, teach how right. to keep okay. it. Okay, okay. Um, so what started out as a book tour for that book, uh, we did a lot one live town hall style uh, production in a theater. Um, called The Great Love Debate, where I wanted to take some of the issues that we raised in the book and sort of challenge them, because I didn't want to do book tour with me and a handful of people in Barnes & Noble. You're not a handful of people in Barnes & Noble. When you do book tour, you're lying around the block. (laughs) But with me, so we did one of these Great Love Debates, and then we did five, and then we did 10, and now we've done 106 in 78 cities, and we're doing 200 next year all over the world. And um, there's a lot of single people including uh, there you. are a lot of there single are a lot people. Of, people are single again or they're single longer or they're having you know there's a huge disconnect between the men and the women and yes we take a hundred single men and a hundred single women and we put them in a theater and we hash it out and um break down the walls sounds a little familiar to something i just did with your friend laurel <laughs> yeah, uh, you yeah, did. <laughs> on a smaller scale. Laurel House. I know she's done our show a few times <laughs> yeah, and uh she's you know it, you know people have their theories on why you're single again, or me? Single. Yeah, you. Oh yeah, or I mean, me. I already know. I well, want to tell you. Why, why are you single? <laughs> because I have the biggest dick in the room. Okay, yeah. but you're aware of that. Yeah. So doesn't that sort? Is that that? Are you using that to uh, as a defense mechanism, or are you using yes, it as a sword? I'm what are you? Very, using very defensive and combative, and um, I have to be the man and the woman at my house. I'm like the mom and the dad. Right. I run all my businesses. I run the household. I'm the boss of two little boys. So it's really hard for me to be vulnerable with anyone right? and like let my walls down and like possibly get hurt. So See, that's I your, you like associate, to emasculate you. You associate vulnerable with, with getting me. hurt. Right. No, with getting hurt. That's your... Not, right? I, I say this all the time in our shows. Women always say... I would rather be alone than be in a bad relationship. Well, that's and they bad. should say that. That's right. But men never say that. Men never, they look at the possibility of being in a good relationship as an equal possibility. You look no, like you, if I'm, I let my walls I'm down. I'm going to hit you in a minute. If no, I let ahead. my walls down, you're going to get hurt. And maybe, maybe. Men don't like the word relationship. Let's just be honest. So, I mean, I, most of them, that's a word. That's like saying counterfuck to them. I mean, but they well, like those words. Well, here's the problem you To have. anyone else. Okay. You have. Um, okay. Tell me my problem, please. A hot chick. <laughs> Thanks. Um, and you've been a hot chick probably every day of the last thirty years of your life. Thank you. Okay, that's a pro and a con. Meaning the guy who can get Brandy Glanville, he can get her too, mm-hmm. and her too. And it's a little bit of the, the kind of guy who's going to be able to ask you out. You've got to be a cocky fucker to ask yeah. you out. Hi, so, babe. <laughs> so maybe you know you, you're going to have to let the the vulnerability down to look, to let a vulnerable man in your world. I don't, uh, know. I don't know. I mean, I tend to go for my picker is definitely off. So, um, yeah, this isn't about me, <laughs> but yes, uh, I am all sorts of fucked up. It is true. But I do have a boyfriend right now in my head. He just doesn't live in the country. So is that intentional? It is, uh, <laughs> you know, it's nice to have one in each country that you visit. So as long as what? As no, okay. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying, but yeah, he's. I have a, yeah, not a boyfriend, but I have a love in. If tomorrow night was prom night, that would be your date. He would be my date. Okay. We'd probably kill each other because we're very similar, but he would definitely be my date. All right. 
hi, babe. Anyway, so tell me more about, so how did you get all, I mean, to take this worldwide, how did you, how did that happen? Well, um, I knew there was a demand for it. We, you know, we started people everywhere. Yeah. There's single people everywhere and people like to, to talk about this. The, uh, you know, the women want the men to try harder and the men want the women to make it easier. That's where we've come to. Okay. So just the very act of getting a couple of hundred single people in a room and having sort of a feisty open dialogue. And, you know, it, was a, it started as sort of a social experiment. Right. And then it became sort of a movement. And now we're just all over the world. People like come to Hong Kong, come to Berlin, come to Paris. And because it's sort of a universal problem there, there's this disconnect now between the men and the women where we've lost mm-hmm. our confidence and our ability to communicate. Do you do like anything in the Middle East? <laughs> um, we're probably going I to. I think it's probably I mean, a bad idea probably right gonna, now. I don't know. I mean, we're probably going to go to Dubai. Oh, yeah. Dubai. You know, that's not okay. quite. But yeah, no, I, men and women are not going to. Dubai is not going to work. You're not going to do the Middle East. Let's just put it out no, there. I it's think not going to happen. Dubai, we're gonna, I think because we're women Dubai. aren't allowed to have a voice in the Middle East that they can have. Yeah, but here. you know what? If you talk to a lot of women who actually live in the Middle East, mm-hmm. they say in a lot of ways they're, they have a voice more than a lot of. American women. Do they say it with their burkas on? (laughs) Maybe, but at least, you know, they do. But I've talked, I mean, you're here in, in, uh, in Beverly Hills and there's a lot of Persian women here. And the ones who come here to visit who still live in Iran, they're like, you know, you got it wrong. We're we're Oh yeah. Oh no. They're feisty. The women here are feisty, but they're also usually like, you know, not first generation. You know what I mean? I have a lot of Persian friends and those bitches are feisty. Uh, One thing about the Middle Eastern men, they'd never let a woman pay. I know. <laughs> you know, there's something to be said no, for that. No, I know. I, I dated a Middle Eastern man, and it was he was the the biggest gentleman, but also the biggest asshole. So it yeah. was like, I don't know. Kind of like, like American men. Yeah. Well, no, because you know what? Here's what I realized. There, there are no more gentlemen. There really are not. My friend had a photo exhibit. I went with some other girlfriends. You know, we're all – these people are in their 30s and 40s. And guys were literally pushing – women out of the way including myself to get to the bar first and i was like well that's a that's a chicken egg thing you know over the last 20 years what has changed more than anything more than technology is that the women have ramped up their independent i don't need a man masculine energy the gender roles got blurred a generation of men either were not taught to hold the door or were not appreciated for doing so Okay. And so, you know, men like to be positively reinforced, you know, we need to be patted on the nose, we need to be smacked on the nose. Right. But and, I mean, and a lot of the men have just be like, I, I don't know my place. And so it's sort of, I don't know if they're, they're running over you to get to the bar because they're, they're thirsty or because they're <laughs> rude or because they don't even consider they this, don't. this new equal gender, you know, it's blurred and that's a problem. No, it is a problem because I think that there's a way, I mean, I don't, if you don't act, if you don't man up, mm-hmm. I will emasculate the fuck out of you, which is a problem for me because I don't want to do that. I want the man to boss me around a little. I want the man to open the door and say, no, I need the fun police a little bit. Okay. And I need, I need somebody who not, not figuratively has a bigger cock than I do. Right. But you, uh, can't you just take it off and leave it at home? You know what? You really have to... Is that your defense mechanism? No, I mean, I do on occasion, but you really... I have to get to know someone Mm -hmm. really well in order for that to let them in. Do you know what I mean? Like, Ray and I, we get each other. We text his wife as she's really... She gets mad at me, Mm -hmm. but she's hot. No, she doesn't care. She sends me pictures of her boobs. Um, (laughs) No, but like, to know me, me... Right. Like, this is what you have to be on, and you're going, and you're signing bottles of wine, and all that. I, I don't... 
know sometimes if I if if I'm me or right. if I'm being on. Do you get that? I get that all the time. I I talk to a therapist about that. Oh, I, go, I do too. But I'm I go so I go I feel him. like sometimes my show business personality and my dating personality is exactly the same. So you sort of need a, a partner or a, I need a girl and you need a guy who can say enough, like give me the real right. you and, and create that trusting environment. See, every girl wants a confident guy, yes, right? But not cocky. Confident, well, there's a different, maybe, right, maybe 10% of men are naturally confident the way you want them to be and 90% of those guys are assholes, there's another much larger pool of men that can be confident if you create that environment where their confidence can flourish, and that's a little right. bit on the woman. Yeah, no, of course. I mean, and I'm I'm able to do that until something happens where once I lose respect for a person, a man that I'm dating, right? I, I can't, I can't go back. It's just incredibly difficult for me to ever be soft again with him. Do you know what I mean? No, I get that. But how many of, like, if you date a new guy, they're also in some way dating all of your old guys because yes. you're bringing that forward either That's true. In, in fear or judgment or habit or. But also, they way. know all of my old boyfriends and they bring them up and it's hard. You know, it's difficult. They're like, well, oh, do you still talk? I'm like, the only person, I'm, I'm friends with all my ex boyfriends yeah. because I think that's important after a certain amount of time to be friends with them. Um, friends with your ex husband? I, I, am on occasion i'm not close friends but we have to co-parent so unfortunately if you're an insecure man and you see his name and face pop up on my bluetooth and that bothers you that's a problem because i have kids with him i don't want to be with him we are co-parenting and a lot of guys have issues with the fact that i have to speak to him about cell phones and schools and schedules and that's it i mean our conversations are very bland yeah so it's hard for me because I have dated a lot of very good-looking men to have somebody secure enough not to let that bother them. And why do you have to date good-looking men? I don't have to. Then I, don't. I can't There's help plenty it. of guys out there who aren't good-looking, who don't know you who you are. Stop talking about Ray like that. <laughs> who, so who, mean. Who don't He's know, cute in his own way. Who don't way. know anything about you. Who, if you gave There's them the not. chance... You, yeah, there are. Not here in LA. Well, don't... You know... Maybe, maybe, yeah, in LA, maybe somewhere else. But you could probably go to Santa Barbara and be fine. How? I mean, but I have, I have to be here in LA, so it's very difficult. So you have all the answers, but you're single, so. (laughs) Well, again, uh, the reason teach no, but a part of this is I'm aware to have this conversation because I've had close to thirty thousand single people raise the same issues, and so I've sort of learned from those. And trust me, same thing. Scared to be vulnerable, scared to go there. You know, I'm only sort of a. Maybe a year into being capable. Right. <laughs> you well, know? I didn't want to say anything, but. Okay. <laughs> you know, it takes a while to grow up as a boy, especially in this town. I don't think that, I mean, I, I still feel like a kid and I act like a kid sometimes, mm-hmm. but my dad is 65 and he still acts like a kid. I, I think we don't, like, yes, we can be mature and pay our bills and pay our taxes and all that, but growing up, I mean, like, what does that mean? Well, I mean, sort of take ownership of your biggest weakness. And especially mm. as a man, once you sort of own that, like if somebody says to me, how come you've never been married? You just haven't met the right girl yet. And if, if I've been the wrong guy, <laughs> you can't put it on anybody else. Everybody, it's, it's just the guys in this town or it's this town or it's you, all of us. The reason that any of us are either single again or single is probably us. Yeah. And once you sort of take ownership and responsibility and do the work, I think we'll be fine. 
Well, I did, you know, with Laurel, the person that we're talking about, she has mm-hmm. a book, and um, I recently did a project with her. I did learn a lot about myself. I didn't know half the stuff that I know now until a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was fun. But now that I'm out of that situation, I'm going back to the old me. Do you know what I mean? The old you of when? Of three weeks before that situation. Uh, three weeks. Okay. Yeah. You I know. mean, it is what it is. I had, I definitely... Well, you'll have to. I can't talk about the show until it comes out, but it's going to be pretty, pretty I, I, interesting. I had the same issue with her. She did her podcast the other day, right? Here, and I can't really talk about it. Well, well, I mean, I think I think it's coming out in February. I'm not sure, but um, it's coming out in the spring. How do you know? Because oh. I asked. Oh, who'd you ask? I know people. All right. Well, isn't February <laughs> spring? When spring? February twenty second or March twenty second? Spring, I think. Right. February, February twenty second. No one of the two. Listen. Something like that. I just. It's Monday. That's all I know. And Officer McGee at our school pulled me over this morning, as he does, as he likes to, and told me that I can't get there that early or I can't be late. I, I, I just want to say a big shout out to Officer McGee. Hi. Hi, Officer McGee. I fucking hate you. <laughs> I do. I don't like him. But that anyway, that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Sorry. Oh, that's good. It's a long morning. It's Monday. <sighs> Breathing out. So what's So you're here. How do you... Hold down a podcast here and then do all of this traveling. Very careful scheduling. I mean, we usually t- tape our podcast here on Fridays and then we do our shows Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, other places. We are going to Take Minneapolis oh, wow. for for six weeks. Why? And people okay. are like, why Minneapolis? <laughs> I know, in the middle of January. And uh, we're doing that because we, of all the cities we've been to, we think Minneapolis is the closest to getting it right. Meaning oh. that if we stay there and we do a show every night and we get, I think we can get every single person, single person in married. Minneapolis married. Do you I have any marriages can. under your belt yet? All the time. People match more at our shows really? than, than match because the very act of getting a couple hundred single people in a room and especially the men, the women come to our show and they love to hear that the men don't have it so easy. And uh, and they communicate and they share and they're vulnerable and they're honest. And it's funny. It used to be when we started out, it was a little bit Jerry Springer. It was a little yeah, bit Battle of the say. Sexes or whatever. I like that. And certain places that we do it, it is a lot easier. Like Chicago, Cleveland, Milwaukee, they are a lot more hopeful than L.A. and New York and Miami. Like it's tough for us when we do our show here because right. the women come – to and the be, men don't. No, the, the men. No, the men come, but the women come. First of all, the women come together, and the men come alone. Right. The women come sometimes to be validated in their misery. Right. They want to hear. There's You're no right. good guys. This town sucks. That's the reason I'm single. And if you present them with other than it's sort of the, you know, the, I've done a show. I've game. done a show with Patty Stanger, and her brand now is basically men suck, right, girls? And I think that's really dangerous, and I think that's bad because there's plenty of good guys in Los Angeles and New York and Miami and DC <laughs> and everywhere. There are. You got to know where you got to know where to recognize them. And again. Those guys may not feel comfortable approaching you because of your alphaness. No, I mean, men suck, but as long as they go down (laughs) on me, I'm good with it. Suck the right area and we can totally hang out. Men don't suck. I mean, mean, some people, some men suck. They just don't know better. They can be trained. I know that's true. You can train a guy to be exactly what you want him to be. (laughs) Can I? Yeah. You just have to be positively reinforceful about it. You have to... Give him a roadmap to your happiness. When I do these shows, I ask oh, the that w- was the gayest thing I've ever heard. It's true. When I ask the women, <laughs> what do you need to be happy? The a first, roadmap? <laughs> the, no. The first okay. thing that pops into your head is the things that make you unhappy. Oh, I thought be- of roses just now. I swear. Okay. A lot of guys here, but a lot of women have spent a lot of time thinking about what makes them unhappy, and that makes it harder for the guy because we don't know. You're different from every other girl. 
Well, every girl is different. Hey, you're all snowflakes, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, yes, we are snowflakes. So if we don't know what you need... Hey guys, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's James here and I've got a question for you. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Hmm? Whether it's going for a run, taking a nap, reading a book or just showing up for a friend, time is the ultimate gift. But here's the thing. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time without really knowing what we'd do with it, other than laying around and watching Netflix. The key is knowing what's important to you and making it a priority. And that's where therapy comes in. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Whether it's learning positive coping skills, setting boundaries, or simply becoming the best version of yourself, therapy offers invaluable support. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, convenient, and flexible to suit your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time at no extra charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash brandy, B-R-A-N-D-I, today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash brandy. What are we How, to, exactly. Are we, yeah, you guys are complicated. You know what? That's the truth. I mean, I have two little boys mm-hmm. and they're s- simple creatures. You guys, you need food. Se- well, they don't need sex yet, but they need food, mm-hmm. sleep, money, power, sex. That's it. Women, we need a hug. We need to cry. We need you to understand our emotions because I have three nieces. Mm-hmm. And when I'm with my nieces, my life is sucked out of me emotionally. Right. It's like... You know, there's just so much drama and right. I'm just used to being the referee is like, stop beating the shit out of each other. Come eat your dinner. And that's basically, I've learned so much about men raising little boys and almost a teenager. Now you guys don't really change. We don't. We're all, I mean, I think we're all still fourth graders. Even, yeah. you know, we asked, we, a woman came to our show in Laguna Beach. She was 76 years old and she said, I go out with these guys and they just want to use me for sex. And we're like, Good, right? We're gonna die soon anyway. <laughs> Seventy six, and so we're like that was probably the same thing she said at seventeen. Like it doesn't right. really change, and we've sort of broken it down to the women all need three things from a man, and the men all need three things from a woman. What tell us? You need to feel special. You need to feel sexy, and you need to feel safe. And safe is the hard one. That mm-hmm. is about trust and sharing and honesty and vulnerability, yeah. and everything else you can think of yeah, sort of falls under that. Not the men need to feel admired. They need to feel appreciated, mm-hmm. and they need to feel needed. And they want BJ's. I mean, let's be honest. But that's that's sort of my appreciate. I don't know if we need them. Yeah, we. we I mean, it can be a deal breaker. Here's why they need them. They need them because there's no other way for them to know that you find them right. desirable, admire, respect. Like if you right. said, they like, feel like the man because you're on your knees in front of them and they're standing up. Uh, a so little, they feel like a all right, little I own bit. This but chick. I think they they would if you would just sort of be able to communicate to them something they probably don't need them as much as you think them. they're not as primal as you bother think me i like them i mean i love them but it's always a start of something fun it right? can be i mean it, for or, me uh, it hopefully is. it's not the end of something fun I know. well i mean if something fun was really fun it can be the end <laughs> I don't that's know. a whole nother i, I show. think the men are, are are uh are most of the the behavior that you don't like comes from insecurity from the guys i you know i i would i would agree with you on that and i think it's the same for women you know because i know like you said like i like the guys that can get every girl in the room mm-hmm. and then we get insecure because you're like, okay, if I'm not in this room, yes, he's with me right now. If I'm not in this room, who's he going to be with? That one, that one, that one, that one. And you that's, know, and you guys are affected by the, uh, the, the women who came before, you know, Kevin Federline can still get hot chicks because he got, who is that? He, he was married no, to Britney Spears for a minute. Yeah. He, he, he was, he could, his wife is hot. 
I don't know if he has a wife. She does. Oh. Yeah, she's yeah, hot. Yeah, he, he can always get hot. Yeah. Because once you're like, oh, it's almost like that seal of approval. So there's certain alpha guys, especially that are crawling around in LA and asking out Brandy Glanville, you know, I don't know. I don't know if those are the guys for you. I mean, I've not had <laughs> my track record is not so good. Let's just put it that way. But I, you know, I want to date the doctor. You know that you know is just that could save me and write me prescriptions. Right. But I, I don't meet the doctor. Why? I meet why the actor, don't the athlete, the people that I'm no longer dating? Well, where are you going? You got to get out of the thing. bars. I, I, I don't. I don't. When you're an adult and you're in your 30s and 40s, uh-huh. you don't go to clubs like you. I, I know, but you're I at the restaurants. I don't meet anyone at a gym because I'm like, you could be a serial killer. You could volunteer. There's good Why? guys because that's where good guys are. I don't have time to volunteer. Well, you, it's the same time. You're basically taking it away from a time you'd be at a restaurant. It's the same I mean, time. You just social time. Take a class. Oh, hell no. That's <laughs> well, me. Go to a, no, I've, go I've to done a it. fundraiser. I know what I'm supposed to do. I just... I know. Honestly, I like who You're I like still having and fun. they're not going to be there. Is part of you having fun that you couldn't have when you, when you, when you were married? Well, I mean, yes. Obvi- well, it's different because when I was married, I was still having a lot of fun, but I had the fun police. I used to call my husband the warden. Right. I'm like, girls, I don't know if I can go out. I got to get talk to the warden. Um, but I needed the fun police because I'll be the first girl on the table, make doing shots. I, mean, I can't do shots anymore because I got old. But I was always the one that was doing crazy shit, and he liked it as long as he was with me. But when he wasn't with me, he was like, "I don't want you going." I wasn't allowed to go out, really. But now I go out and I've reeled it in a lot. But I always have fun. I mean, I have fun. How do you feel about yourself physically now? Oh, I'm really hot. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good for you. I mean, I could show you pictures on my phone, but... No, um, you look good. No, thank you. No, I mean, I, today I so didn't not, really get ready not, for you're you. Not com- you're not competing with like the 19-year-old Brandy then? Oh, no, God, no. God, I mean, I have fake tits now. I didn't have them then. I mean, I'm way better now. Good. Obviously. But no, I'm, I, I, feel very, I feel better today in my skin than mm-hmm. I did when I was younger because I was modeling when I was younger and... You know, everyone tells you what's wrong with you. Oh, I know. I read and your book. Yeah. Oh, and and um, and uh, you yeah. know, whoever made the comment that you were a body person and not a face person, yeah. like that, really affected you. Yeah. And it always, it always has. I I just joined Instagram yeah. like a few months back for the wine mm-hmm. because I don't take pictures because I don't like the way I look in pictures. And when we're here after pictures, you gotta take them. I don't. Well, I don't look at them. Braid makes me take them, and then I don't. I don't. I just don't. And it does. It, it, it's a mind fuck. It really is what it is. So now, in in my body and my right now, I'm like, you know what? I'm happy. I'm I'm not that crazy, insecure girl that feels like at 109 pounds I'm too fat to right. do runway because right. somebody told me I was curvy and I weighed <laughs> 10 pounds less than I weigh now. And right. I'm like, okay, no, not really. But I'm also, you know, hind, hindsight is 2020. 20. I've grown a lot. I've seen a lot. I've done a lot. I'm married. I've been married. I've had kids. That I'm constantly evolving, as are you. As mm-hmm. I mean, th- I'm sure this whole tour that you've done has changed your outlook. Absolutely. On- I used to feel, just in being single, I used to feel like, oh, you poor people. You can't get dates and everything. Right. And I was like, I was fine. I always had girlfriends or whatever. And then about halfway through last year, I'm like, I'm just like everybody else. Right. Scared a little, fucked up a lot. 
And then you sort of wonder, like, how did I get to this place? How did I get deep into my 40s and never putting all your chips in the table the way everybody else did with right. some person? And then, you know, you got to do the analysis. and There's some self, uh, self, what do you what we call it, self-realization? Yeah, self-realization. You figure out what was it about yourself that, that got, you know, you got to take ownership of yeah. it. It wasn't just like, oh, yeah, I'll get there. Do you whatever. have a dog? Not anymore. He died. Well, you had one. Yeah. That's at least you have a dog. At least you had a dog. <laughs> yes. Because, no, because I, I, when I meet guys in their forties, uh-huh. and they don't at least have had a dog or a cat or some cats are yeah. a little bit freaky, but it's a it, red flag. Yeah, it's like wow. Or they say on our date. They're like sitting across from me, and they're like, "Oh, my roommate." I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Did you just say roommate? Because yeah. you're fucking too old to have a roommate, and yeah. like life's not a has that happened? Party. Yes." It's like that three Ask minute Laurel. baby. Remember three minute? Ask, Laurel, like, Ask I was like really digging this guy. And then all of a sudden he brought up, he's like, oh yeah, well, my roommate. I'm like, <laughs> and they just have like chicks over to the house. I don't even kegs. know. I mean, that was it. I was done. I was out. <laughs> I, like, he lost me. He lost me in that moment just because I have two children and I don't need a third child, which yeah. is what, when you say roommate, I'm thinking frat boy, football, beer bomb. Somebody watching. Yeah. You. Like, what are you doing? Um, Could you, or maybe not now, but did you online date or you were always too famous? No, I did. No, I, hi, my, there's my husband, Norm. Hi, hi Norm. Norm. <laughs> He's got a doggy with him. That's our big boss. Hi. I'm getting Norm to set me up, but I was busy the one day he decided to take me on the boat. So now I don't Norm's got to get you to the Laker game. Oh, I've been, honey, oh, I've wow. been to the Laker game. I've been on the floor. Norm's hooked me up. I mean. Norm needs to get me to the Laker game. Well, no. You saved the tickets for me, obviously. Let's Clearly. not go crazy here. But why? Um, why me? No, why were you online dated? What did you? Oh what no, were you I on? just went on Tinder like about a month ago because I'm writing my third book, and I decided to see <laughs> what was out there. And I realized that guys go through and they see a girl yeah. and they just push yes, 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 yes. Because every guy I even said, oh, let's say it's a match. He super liked you right. in one second because well, well, they don't the look into but, it. But you had to pick the pictures for yourself. Yeah. Well, you don't like pictures of yourself, so what did you... Oh, gosh, no, I just hooked it up to my Facebook. Yeah, oh. Somebody else does of, that shit oh, for somebody me. Else, oh, well, don't <laughs> I had to do that. All right. Silly. Well, so they get yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, because guys don't really look into what it is. They see a pretty girl, so they yes on everyone. So right. it's a match no matter what. And that that has made me... I, did, I only went on one I'm not. I'm there. not sure the girls are a whole lot better. When we do our live oh, shows, we wow. got a couple, we, the, the the guy at our shows. We have a couple. We have an after party after every show in every city. We have a couple hundred people there. The men will talk to every woman in the room. The women will stand in groups of three and say, "There's no cute guys here." Yeah, and they they because they want to believe that they want to believe because if there's no cute guys, they're not missing out on anything. Well, That's I mean, it, it is mechanism. it is interesting though when when you get adults together. No matter what it is, the boys go to one side and the girls go to the other. Even if it's a Christmas party, I mean, even if they're married, that's why we have alcohol. It's like the sixth grade dance, you know? Yeah, yeah. no, I know, but I don't know that that helps so much because I feel like well, it the breaks girls... down the insecurities that we have. I mean, it, it is hard for you know one person to drink and one person doesn't. Even if you're having a glass of wine, oh, I like it. Drink. The, like, that way, it, you can it, drive it, me home. It, it matters, but I mean, you're friends with with Jen well, Menes. Yep, I, she's, she's the, the que- best. Right, she's very sober, and you're very not. not I'm not. Very, let's just let's get this clear right now. I have a Chardonnay; it's mine. I like my wine in the evenings when I don't have the kids. But yeah, no, I'm not sober. But I'm not drinking during the day. I would get nothing done. But it sounds amazing to not drink during the no day? to drink during the day. Well, that would be mom, amazing. You're a mom, I can no, I know. First That's what foremost, I'm saying. So yeah. 
as much as people see the six minutes of me on Housewives being drunk at one dinner party that they they you know air for three weeks straight, so it looks like I'm right. drunk three weeks straight. It's still one dinner party, right? Um, that's not who I am. And if I was that person, I seriously doubt Jennifer would be my best friend because she'd be like, honey, let's get you into a program somewhere. That's true. But that said, I do enjoy having wine when she's with me because like I said, she drives. It's awesome. That's cool. That's a benefit. Yeah. I'm like, I'll buy you drive because it's just like an Uber anyway. Have you had a guy uh, show up on a date and he was like already drunk? Because sometimes people are nervous, so they suck down like three or four drinks, and then and then they're too drunk. No, but I've I've seen that happen. Yeah, on the show <laughs> that yeah. we just did. But you know, no, I I mean, you I know, mean, if if you go out with somebody once and it's not terrible, will you always go out with them again? Do you count for the nervousness on the uh, second on the first date? I do. You know, it just depends. It depends on. It just it depends on the connection. I'm all about chemistry. If there's if there's great conversation, like my my longest relationship since my divorce was with a five foot eight Jewish man with a hairy back who wasn't super attractive, but he was incredibly smart. And I gave him a second chance because our conversation was so good, and we ended up becoming good friends. And then friends turned into more, and then it was like a year long thing. That's good. Yeah, but then uh, all the yeah. the uh, the five eight. Jewish Harry back lobby is all whoop, whoop. got you. Yeah, I know. There, I love me a Jew. There's actually. hope. I really do. Yeah. Good. They're good people. Yeah. There's no more Latin men, Ray. Yeah. And were, like the English ones that were from, from LA. Yeah, the Latin men. It's a cultural. We did a show in Miami, and and the women were just Race like, Mexican. "You guys are all like my dad." Yeah. And, and that's not a good thing. Yeah, it's a cultural yeah. thing. There's pros and cons. I married a you Cuban mar- man. My ex boyfriend's Mexican. What the hell is wrong with me? And now I like a blonde guy who's absolutely crazy. But God, if you, if you so have cute. a crazy guy, <laughs> that makes you seem less crazy. No, we're actually very much the same person. Because I always, I always used to date the crazy because then we would put the spotlight on them and nobody right. would look at me. Well, no, I mean we're very crazy. We're we're both crazy, equally crazy. That's good. That sounds fun, at least. Yeah, no, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> And he's, he is where geographically? Oh, God. Not available. That's why I like him. Oh, see? That's, that's, you're I just know. playing games with yourself. I know. It's so fun, though. I guess. It is for me. Don't you just want to cuddle? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think Not you do. Not at all. No. Really? I, really I, did, I did. I did. I can't talk. I, can't, I will tell you after the show. But So this show changed your life? It, it changed me cuddling. I did cuddle. But you you, say, you almost like flinch when you say right, that. Right, because I'm not a cuddler. You're going to have to learn. I did. It's a wall. It's a wall, but the snuggles are real fun if they're cute. I yeah. know. Yeah, no, I, I don't. He's like, come cuddle. I'm like, who, who? I don't do that. And then I did. And so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. Well, this has been amazing. <laughs> now I feel like I'm like the worst dater in the whole world. No, you're not. If you're dating, I am dating, you're not a bad dater. So that's the number one thing that, that you can do to be a good dater is to actually date. It's a muscle. You got to use it. Right. I just, I date the unicorn chasers. So that's the problem. That's good. Yeah. yeah. So it's a good time. But yeah. I mean, you know, I might have to come to one of your singles mixer. What, is, you what are they called? The Great Love Debate. 
Oh, God. It sounds like I'm going to need some security. I'm going to get in fights and shit. You might. It ha- I mean, some woman, we did one in, uh, in Greenwich, Connecticut. Bravo actually shot it for some other show they were doing. And a woman stands up and she says, what do you do if you go out with a guy and he likes you and he says uh, he's going to call you and he doesn't call you? And the audience is like, yeah. And then she goes, and what do you do if that guy's here tonight? <laughs> And the women were like, show your face. And oh they like turned and this guy like stood it's up like sheepishly. And he's mob. like, I, yeah, it went crazy. And, and the poor guy was a nice guy. He didn't know what to well, say. What do you say? Yeah, what do you he's say? He's like, like, I listen. just didn't know what to say. And the women were like, liars. And it got crazy. That's that movie. It's, I'm not, I'm just not that into you. I mean, there, we have to have like an emoji for nice time, but not going to call you. That way. Right. Well, I think the guys would rather emoji, be lied to. I think the guys would rather hear you're just too hot for me right i'm too attractive i can't control right. yeah, myself there's just no way we can hang out right i mean I, but I think I, I, the guys I, would rather I, hear that than i'm not feeling it you know what i do and this works every time i'm like i have a friend for you she's amazing and i set them up and i have two marriages under my belt well, as long as you do well, you should i have be a ma- lot of friends you should be a matchmaker oh hell no yeah that's a skill as long as i can have them first and I, they won't know <laughs> Nobody wants your discard pile. Well, no, that's not true because my friends um, have – I have two marriages in my belt. Well, I guess so, they yeah. do. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, you can tell. Like if somebody wants to get married and have kids, yep. it's not for me because I've done that and right. I'm raising two little amazing children and now I'm, I don't even want to say the F word because I don't want to say it, but in that age range, I want to enjoy Well, let me ask you this. How old are your kids now? Twelve um, and eight. How many guys have you dated since your husband have like met your kids, gotten to that point? One. One. Good. And they didn't like him. <laughs> they okay. thought he was a geek. Because that's a whole different ball game. I like, don't like anyone to, around my yeah, kids. Yeah, I know. But it then, they're not going to be... But then that guy is feels like he's dating two people. He's dating well, you he... and the part of you he can't see. And that's that's hard too. So it's a real balance. It's hard for the single yeah, man. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's definitely, it, it throws a loop into the mix for sure. So that's, you should do that. We'll do like a, and we'll have, bring the kids on the side. I'm kidding. No, we've done, we've done a single parent show. Yeah. That's know? a good one because we it's have. hard. It's a, it, it, it's, it is, it's a challenge for both. The, right. the single dads, you'd be surprised at, you know, first of all, you have to carve out the time to do it. And then secondly, right. you know, you have to sort of share a little bit about your life that you're super protective of beyond right. yourself. Yeah. It's no picnic. That's so why I'm single. We're doing, we're, doing, <laughs> we're doing God's work out here on the Great We Health are. We're, we're changing. We're, <laughs> we're having people fall in love across the world. That's right. All right. So tell us, what's the name of your podcast? I have it on here. Great Love Debate Podcast. I right mean, here it's at all Podcast about love. One. I sit right there in that chair. No, you don't. This is my chair. I know, but I come in and I find your crap. You know, around. the only. No, okay, I find by your the way, book around. By the fucking way, the only person that's allowed <laughs> to sit in this chair that I am okay with is Larry King. Yeah. That's it. It's why, my chair. Why is Larry chair. get to sit in your chair? Because he's Larry. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's it. I'm okay. I think I'm he's okay like, with yeah, Larry. Right? I think I'm okay with Larry but in my I will tell you, chair. some asshole put gum underneath the table. Remember when I went like this and I was like, oh. That I wasn't was, me. Was, I think it, it was, was somebody that was sits Heather in this chair. It was Heather McDonald. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, you know what? It probably was. You ask her. I'm um, going to ask her. It probably was her. Yeah, no. Yeah. Last time I saw her, I made her cry. So this is going to be a fun day. Okay. Well, it is what it is. <laughs> she'll people. be fine. No, she'll be fine. All right. Well, thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. And um, we'll be looking out for pieces of ass and no. love. And great love debate. Shit. Go to greatlovedebate.com. And how to find love in 60 seconds? 60 yeah. days? 60 seconds. That's called sex, honey. In 60 seconds? It's Hollywood Boulevard. Read the book. <laughs> you know what? I will. Bring me a book. I, I read your book. You well, should read okay, my I book. I will buy your book. I will support. Okay. I will get it. Good. Tell me where to get it. Online? Barnes & Noble, Amazon, anywhere. 
See, go to greatlovedebate.com. It links to everything. Oh, see, there you go. Okay. And see, are, are you on um, social media? At Great Love Debate or at Brian Howie, B-R-I-N-H-O-W-I-E. All right. Well, there you have it. If you guys are lonely and single like me, just and Brian, honestly, <laughs> um, go to his website and learn how to love because he's so It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Good at it. Okay, so if you shop with Amazon and you support my podcast, which I do both, obviously I have to, and you're doing them at the same time, you can get killer holiday deals. It couldn't actually be easier. So if you go to Podcast One or my website, brandyglamble.com, and click on Killer Deals in the menu bar, then select My Show, duh, and you'll be directed to my Amazon banners that include my unique URL as well as the sponsors who bring you my podcast every week. Click and shop. And when you use my code, you still get all these amazing holiday prices. So who needs Black Friday when you have cyber every day? Amazon is the way to make shit happen. And for my all of my listeners in Canada and that one guy I like that lives in the UK, I've got links for you too. So check it out and buy the products you already plan on purchasing. Just use my Amazon page first. I want to be first. Put me first. Pick me, pick me, pick me. I mean, we all want to be first. Pick me for Christmas. Use my Amazon page first. Well, that was fun. Um, more importantly than talking about love and being single, which is pretty much my life, let's talk about wine, the other part of my life. Why don't you go to your local Whole Foods, Bevmo's, Bristol Farms, just go get a bottle of unfiltered blonde Chardonnay and have a lovely evening. Just do it. I'm going to do it. And if you tweet me or Instagram me, I'll retweet you and I'll give you a heart on 
I'll give you a heart on. <laughs> a heart on your Instagram. Get it? Get it? Um, and my third book, we're almost done with it, and it's good to be a doozy, but you can get drinking and tweeting and drinking and dating online. We're going to have a special for drinking and dating book number two online um, on Amazon. You can get it. It's going to be a Christmas special price, so go ahead. And I don't know what that is yet. They haven't told me, but get it. It's good. If you like the first one, you'll love the second one. Um, oh, yes. I want to have a new t-shirt line. It's kind of freaking awesome. And you can get that at brandyglanville.com. Um, I have a new web store. It's amazing. And the shirts are flying out of the computer. <laughs> I just made that up. Ha, ha, ha. Um, on Instagram, I'm the Brandy Glanville on Instagram because somebody stole my Brandy Glanville. Um, I'm just Brandy Glanville on Facebook and Twitter, and I'm not on anything else. So if somebody says they're me, I mean, tell them I say hi. So here we've just Ray, my wee bear bear producer, um, just came up with this really fun idea. So get a bottle of wine, get a t-shirt for me, take a picture. I'm going to pick a couple winners, and I'm going to call you, and I'm going to interview you on my podcast, and I will let you ask me anything you want. How's that? All right, so do it, do it, brandaglanville.com um, and Unfiltered Blanche Chardonnay. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. Hello, everyone. Brandy Glanville here. Let's talk about making your life easier and about eating better with Factor. By the way, they're so good. These chef-crafted, dietitian-approved meals are ready in just two minutes, giving you the freedom to enjoy more of what you love. Food, duh. With over 35 options, I love the turkey chili, every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, Keto, and more, plus over 60 add-ons, your taste buds will never get bored. Say goodbye to meal prep and cleaning with Factor. Ready-to-eat meals mean no more cooking, just heating and savoring and delicious bites of food designed to any schedule, any meal. Factor lets you choose your meals weekly with the flexibility to pause or reschedule at any time. Deliveries whenever you need. Switching to Factor isn't just convenient, it's cost-effective. Offering gourmet flavors a lot less than what you pay for takeout. My DoorDash bill is like five grand. But every meal is packed with nutrition and taste, ensuring you will be well-fed and satisfied. I love them, honestly. And you don't put them in the freezer, they're fresh, but I'm excited. Jumpstart your mealtime revolution. Factormeals.com. Brandy50. Use my special code Brandy50 to snag 50% off your first order. That's right, 50% off with Brandy50. Factormeals.com, Brandy50. Join me and elevate your eating game with Factor. And I'll tell you the ones I like the best. I like the chicken with the creamy uh, sun-dried tomato sauce. And I like the turkey chili is so good. You don't even know it's turkey. And I like the an another pasta one. And my dogs really like the pork chop. Ha, ha, ha.